Hello and welcome. Uh, I'm pretty nervous now a bit because uh, this is uh, our first English uh, live stream in, on Twitch. Uh, so welcome to Gelecek Bilimde. It literally means in Turkish uh, future is in the science. So it's a, I think has a good meaning in the, in the name. We are a group of dedicated Turkish scientists and science enthusiasts and who are uh, streaming on Twitch, educational content, science-based content. Um, I'm Cevdet Ajarsoy. I'm uh, I hold a Master of Science degree in clinical psychology, so that's my relation to the science. And this is our first um, English uh, and international stream, so we have a worthy guest, I assure you. So now uh, we decided to stream in English. Also, the reason is that uh, also find and meet the international community of science science enthusiasts on Twitch. So that's why we are doing it, the community in, in Twitch. And you can follow us and in our uh, social media accounts, which will be on the on the on the screen in a moment. With me, Stephanie Esayas. Hello, Stephanie. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. So nice to be here. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about my intro? <laughs> <laughs> it well, I don't know. I think it was quite accurate. It was good. I'm curious to see what we will do tonight and what we'll talk about actually. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, let me ask to, to, to our viewers now, I think 48 now we have, uh, it should incre increase, uh, but the, uh, let me ask the, about my, my uh, visual and my audio, but also for Stephanie's, is the sound and voice coming, is yes. everything okay, let's check the sound, sound check guys, let me, let me see the chat, <laughs> yeah they say all is fine, okay, all right, everything is all right, okay, cool. I have some subscribers here, Lexel, welcome. So when, when they got subscribed, they have their own uh, icon next to their username, right? So you can, uh, you can see that. And we have mods, so mods are like moderating the chat, yeah? Okay, if everything is okay, let's start with, uh, first start with uh, welcoming you. Thank you for accepting my invitation <laughs> about this live stream. I guess it is. It sounds a bit, you know, uh, unknown or scary at first, right? So well, yeah, it's, it's live, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure it will be right and nice, and we're going to talk about a really interesting topic. So I'm enthusiastic, at least. Yeah, we we all are. So so we are so happy to have you, and then let's start with talking about you first because not many of of the people uh, know you. Of course, you are kind of famous in Netherlands or by in Leiden. Leiden. In in Leiden. Leiden. Okay, <laughs> but no, I saw other posts, so they will understand what we mean. But uh, could you tell us a bit about yourself and your academic background? Uh, because you're a psychologist, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I'm Stephanie, as you already talked to uh, the audience. Uh, I'm 23 years old and I'm currently sort of finishing up my uh, master's degree. I'm uh, doing a research master's in uh, cognitive neuroscience. So I really like all things um, neuroscience and, and developmental psychology. I just actually I just think that psychology is the most interesting thing in the world. It's <laughs> it's so cool, really. Yeah. <laughs> I love talking about it. I agree. So if we let's see how how long the stream will take to us, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. Um, so um, they can see your name uh, on the title, but also on the screen. So you can follow her. 
you have your Instagram, it will also uh, appear on the screen. But now I'm showing them your blog, right? You, ha you have your own blog, which yes, is called exactly. Pieces of Mind. Could you tell us a bit about that? Well, yeah, I just uh, started writing uh, in September, I think, because I really love bringing science to people because, yeah, as I told you, I really love psychology and all other kinds of science. So, And I think it's a shame that a lot of people don't really know about it or don't really hear about it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I write about it uh, on my blog. And I also, well, it's not just science. I also write about a little bit of what I call mind style. So mm -hmm. actually how, how to be I a happy think. human. Exactly, minimalism and 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 sustainability, uh, all that kind of things that I really uh, that I really love. So okay. yeah. Okay, so they they would need Chrome and then Google Translate. So right click translate to English <laughs> to to read your blog. Does it work? <laughs> Let me see if it's like video. I really I haven't tried it. No, because like um you say minimalisere which is like minimalistic or minimalism book, right? Minimizing, yeah. Oh, minimizing. So, okay, it's, it's correct. Yeah, it works. Well, it nice. works, yeah. It works like yes. a charm. Thanks, Google. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, this is her, her blog. And, uh, yeah, they my, my mods, one of the mods sent the link in the chat. So, they're asking if you could see the chat, their, their comments and chatting about it. Let Can you see, see it, like on the side? Um, I see a chat, but I don't see any messages in it, I think. Uh, okay, if you refresh the page, I think they, they should be there. Uh, yeah, if you see some Turkish, uh, yeah, we're just getting used to it, but <laughs> yeah. most of it in English. So if they, uh, if they uh, have uh, questions or something. Okay, so yeah. let me also show uh, our um, Leiden Psychology the department. So we are proud of it, Leiden Psychology blog, which is really huge right like on the because i saw some international experts also you know referring to it sharing some blog posts on the twitter also but also i have some turkish experts like psychiatrists even are reading leiden psychology blog cool, so they urge cool. me to write <laughs> one of my own if i have some time it will happen in one day i promise but yeah so you're earlier than that. So you wrote one piece of your own and the Leiden psychology blog, right? Exactly. Yeah, I did. That's uh, <laughs> was really nice to. Well, I, yeah, it was really nice to to sort of translate all these scientific things into well a nice story that everyone can understand. And yeah. I hope I managed. <laughs> right. So it's all about it, right? So uh, we for for our own philosophy of you know forming this channel and everything. It's all about science communication, right? What yeah. we call. So I don't like too much about the um, using it like a popular science because uh, you see like out there, there are all other, you know, um, journalism, science journalists, but they are not, not always, not they are really good examples, but they are also bad examples. So the kind of, we are not trying to popularize the science. So like no, not taking no. the, only the populist thing out of the science and then show it like the, like the, you know, uh, what they call like the 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 the, um, the pig, clickbait stuff clickbait pig yeah. brain you know they revive the pig brain oh you know like or like mm -hmm. not not like that but yeah, actually just the, the sensation stuff yeah yeah exactly that <laughs> really that you, you called it really well so the sensation stuff like we're not doing it but the, actually the science inside it but trying to make it simple and then to to deliver it translate it to the to the to the public audience right to the 
to the uh, society actually so we yeah. are on the same page and then uh, sharing the same enthusiasm with you i think yes yeah i really think so <laughs> okay it's good to have uh, have you here so new subscriber yay oh, i have a new subscriber so <laughs> mert keskin welcome welcome man and he just subscribed so the first uh, first month welcome so the um these these were the, the blog posts so I think in your academic background, you're now doing your master's and close to finishing it, right? Let's, yeah, let's exactly. repeat it. Yeah. And could you tell us a bit more about what's your uh, topic in the, in the master? What's your thesis subject? Uh, well, I'm um, sort of, I wanted to combine uh, something with neuroscience, cognitive neuroscience and uh, development. So, so children and adolescents. Um, so I'm uh, writing my thesis and I did my internship. Uh, at the, this Brain and Development uh, Research Center. Mm. So there they're actually investigating adolescents and, and their development and everything. So I'm actually looking at um, sort of the self-image, how adolescents see themselves uh, and compare this to, to how social and how altruistic they are. So. Yeah, so the Brain and Development Research Center. Yeah, this yeah. is our, our <laughs> home, right? Uh, this is where I also work. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, lots of lots of really high quality research coming out and then it is i think we 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 i i condemn ourselves lucky you know like to be to be there that it's then, here yeah that yeah. it's so accessible yeah. to yeah to actually work here it's so nice exactly all right so should we start with our main main topic so getting getting the skip the introduction <laughs> stuff i think they they all uh, now understand and then like people know you more or less, you know, like, okay. <laughs> sort of, sort of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you have your own website and the blogs and the Leiden psychology blog. Okay, so today we will talk about the cognitive dissonance, right? That's what yeah. What we when we are discussing about this, you know, let's do a live stream together, and then having you as a guest. Uh, when I asked, like, what what would you want to talk about? You said like cognitive dissonance. Do you have yeah. like special interest in it, or how did yeah, it start? Yeah, I, I, I just. I just love the topic. I think I, I remember uh, when I first started my studies here at Leiden, mm. I I encountered the topic or something in in a lecture, and I was like I was hooked right from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's I don't know why, but it's such such an interesting phenomenon, and it's also nice to sort of notice it because you can see it everywhere around you, and I I just love applying it to everything I see. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> It is. It is everywhere. It is, it is everywhere. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay, let's start. I think it's it's good to start by defining the cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Uh, would you have the honor? Yeah, of do? course. Yeah. Uh, would you like just uh, an an example or like a theoretical uh, introduction? Maybe maybe an example like the smoker example is the classical one, right? Maybe if you want to if you want to use it or like whatever what other example you have so yeah 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 let's start with the well, example yeah uh well let me think i i really like the the uh vegetarian example because well yeah. i'm a vegetarian myself i'm even a vegan actually so it's really complicated always but oh, shame on you so. yeah i know <laughs> okay. but the, the thing is uh cognitive dissonance is actually uh, a state we can be in so we as people we like to be sort of consistent and and we like to have the idea that, that that what we think that it is the right thing so that we're actually good people uh, and once you sort of encounter uh, evidence that what you think is not really right 
uh, dollar dissonance. So for example, um, you're not a vegetarian, you just like eating meat or whatever, like most people do. And uh, suddenly you, uh, you, I don't know, you talk to a vegetarian or, or you uh, see someone uh, at a restaurant not wanting to eat meat, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, chances are that you sort of feel irritated or something. Uh, and this might be because of dissonance, because you think, okay, well, I'm a good person. Uh, but you see another person that is uh, not eating meat, that is declining the meat, um, which is sort of the better thing to do. So you're sort of confronted with your own shortcomings and this creates dissonance in your own head because you're like, okay, I'm a good person, but why am I eating meat or something? And that that is this dissonance, this this conflict inside your head, actually, that, that things don't line up. Yeah, so... I think you well explain it, but like if we want to give a real definition, book re- definition, uh, what what we wrote, so a, a situation in which we experience conflict inside our minds, right? So yeah. that's really simply put, nice. Exactly. And then uh, it can be about beliefs, attitude, behavior, like. And then if you have, even if you have two conflicting um, cognitions or thoughts about it, like like you said, so it is healthy to uh, be vegan and and i'm not a vegan you know like then yeah am i not in un, i'm not unhealthy or like I'm it, not it doesn't person. line up yeah doesn't exactly up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even you know like uh, people who eat meat are you know uh bad for like doing something bad for the animals and then you know like the same so it doesn't doesn't line up you said you said it yeah in a, in a good way so yeah and it's, it's what you said it's exactly the same with smoking like just mm-hmm. this behavior that maybe you're a smoker and you, you know that it's very bad for you, but you keep smoking and it's it's a conflict, it's dissonance. It doesn't line up in your head. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really not like the, the, the term dissonance, like the opposite of resonance, right? So if yeah. like everything is in, in order, inconsistent, we could also <laughs> yeah. say inconsistency because dissonance is a bit, you know, more poetic in that sense. Yeah, yeah. When they, <laughs> well, when I, they... I like poetic terms though. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but cognitive dissonance is like you know butter and bread for us like as psychologists yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, i'm thinking about the you know um society but the thing is it's just a basically a, a inconsistency in your thoughts so yeah in in yeah. Uh, they are not uh, corresponding to each other they're not lining up each other so then yeah. you feel some kind of discomfort right so you feel, yeah, you feel really uncom- really uncomfortable because yeah you 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 think something and then you don't th- some don't think something and it, it it just doesn't work so there's this discomfort um, because you want to be, yeah, well, in one line. So, yeah, and then you can solve it, which I think uh, is one of the most interesting uh, interesting part of this whole, th- whole theory of dissonance. Yeah. So uh, when um, in, in one of the blog posts, what, what I really like when preparing this, um, this, uh, sh- this stream, so mm-hmm. this is the blog of Social Psychology Online. Uh, the, he has a this this guy has a YouTube channel about it and also Udemy uh, courses. What was the yeah. name? Let me check again. I forget. Andy Literal. So Andy Literal is like an associate professor or something uh, about uh, in social psychology. So he's really um, into it. But when he's talking about, he just uh, gave an example of some studies that literally they found 
physiological changes during cognitive dissonance. Did you know? Uh, so, so cool. Yeah, they, they use skin conductance, you know, like uh -huh. that. Uh, we use this. That's basically that your it's a measure of your skin's electrical conductance. And it changes if you're like, you know, sweaty, basically, or like if you're tense or if you feel nervous, those kinds of physiological signs. So there's like a quantitative method of measuring it, right? So what we use. Uh, but then uh, in, in those kinds of measurements, they found when people experience dissonance, our bodies show subtle signs of nervousness and tension. So mm. quantitatively, you, we, can, we can see that. And also if they, we ask reports, like, how do you feel now? You know, without, the, without showing the cognitive dissonance. So kind yeah. of deceiving in it. So don't telling it. But when they feel cognitive, they reported really discomfort, even nausea, some people. You know, like with nice. placebo studies. So it is really, really there. So it it's is really, really a thing. Yeah, it's really, yeah. really nice to see such theories actually being investigated and being researched. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's really old, right? So let's start with yeah. uh, a little bit more um, history, maybe, if you will. Like who coined this term? So it's like really poetic and nice. But where yeah. did you learn all of this, this cognitive dissonance thing? Yeah, well, there was this person uh, named Leon Festinger. And he's actually sort of the... the whole father of this cognitive dissonance theory. I think it was in the 70s, do you know? Um, I think so, or 1950s or, okay, let me check. Um, <laughs> I, I also don't remember. Cognitive dissonance, uh, 1957 work. Okay, oh, oh that's earlier, earlier than that, yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah, so he um, he came up with this, this theory of cognitive dissonance and I think it was uh, because of uh, something he uh, observed um, I think I, I think this is really a nice story because so there was this situation uh, and uh, there was a cult. So there's this group of people that really truly believed in something, mm -hmm. and uh, this cult they believed that the earth was going to be destroyed by a flood, so a lot of water or something. So they 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 strongly strongly believed that that the end of the earth was coming actually, mm -hmm. um, and people were super super committed they they had i don't know they had quit their jobs and they had sold their houses and stuff all for the good cause <laughs> and for the cult um but then of course this flood never happened because the earth is still here um <laughs> but then the the you would expect then that the people of this cult uh, would be like oh yeah okay maybe we were wrong or something but they weren't like the Actually, the, the super committed people, they, they still believed that they had been right all the mm -hmm. time. Uh, but then that because of their, their dedication and because of their faith that the earth had been spared. So, so this was actually, he, this, this guy, this Festinger, the, the, he observed this situation. Uh, and he thought it was really weird because why would you react in such a way? Like you, you strongly believe in something and it don't, doesn't happen and then you still believe it although you have the proof that it didn't happen yeah um, yeah so so that's that's where the, the theory comes from actually but that's <laughs> what we are where, where we are today right like flat earthers <laughs> anti-vaccination yeah. people you know like exactly. it is so important to understand this so i think you selected a really good uh, subject for the stream so it's really good Definitely. to start yeah, also, you know like uh, it's kind of a fundamental thing. If you understand how the how the cognitive dissonance works, what kind of factors makes people more uh, prone to, you know, feel that and then solve it? And yeah. yeah. So that, uh, with the cult example, why why did they you know choose to change the change their you know 
taught about it or like not still still believing in them and then changing all oh, because earth is saved because they were believers you know like you could also say that oh i was wrong but yeah, is yeah, it also exactly, that painful to say i was wrong right so oh yeah it probably is like the 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 idea behind this whole theory that there's well you have this dissonance and you can deal with it in various ways so mm-hmm. as you said for example you can say okay maybe i was wrong but most people don't really do that. Like think back of the example of the vegetarian that I gave you in the beginning. It's like most meat eaters that, that think that vegetarians are annoying or something, they don't say, oh yeah, you're the better person or something. Uh, they just say, well, you're, you're annoying. It doesn't really matter. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, so most of the times actually, and that's what I really like observing in the world around me, uh, is that people sort of, um, they, they don't change their belief, that, but their, their belief in, in what, they, uh, what they thought they knew uh, mm-hmm. actually becomes stronger. So, so they, they sort of stay with their old belief and believe it even more, actually, as a sort of way of coping and bringing this consistency back yeah. in their minds. There is also this, this is what we call backfire effect. You know, mm. like when you try to uh, criticize or disprove someone's belief, their belief is coming back stronger. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's it's... sometimes it's very frustrating, of course. But yeah, <laughs> that's how we work. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we have Beneficus TV. They are hosting uh, for us. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. And uh, this is this is my first uh, English stream. But I will definitely continue to do that with different guests. And you're also welcome once more, twice more, Stephanie. Like it's open. It's an open invitation for you. Cool. But Beneficus TV said like, thank you. Also, thank you for doing this on Twitch. Yeah, that's <laughs> why we are doing it, right? So that's the that's a really good motivation for us. Thank you, thank you, man. And then the people coming from Beneficus TV, welcome again. We're talking about cognitive. Dissonance, yeah. So Leon Festinger's example is really striking, right? So yeah, uh, yeah. So he, that's that's the case, right? Like psychological researchers, not always the say, but uh, almost always, or like really uh, usually coming up with the coming coming up with the ideas to research from their own personal lives, right? So when they experience exactly, oh, so that's the difference between scientists and non-scientists. So like non-scientists, something happened, and then no, I should be away from that. I don't know aggressive person blah blah but the scientists like especially a social scientist say why that the person behave like that yeah oh, oh that's interesting. interesting i should i should go go closer <laughs> and investigate it more yeah exactly so that's the difference uh, i think i think so okay so the term is coined by uh, leon festinger and i can show the book again so it's uh, from the from the google google books uh, i think in your closest your university library or like the library at your city if you go you should find the kind of a, maybe a translation or something but it's a new, really old book so i wish they would do an ebook of something because it's really an old book 1957 book uh, but uh, in this whole book he described the theory of cognitive dissonance right yeah so it's a good example and mm-hmm. then okay so we know where the t- term came uh, from and then how do we deal with it so this is the this is the inconsistency and this is the disturbance and we talked yeah. it is physically actually disturbing us it is physically a bad feeling for yeah. us but how do we solve it like with the vegan example or like the smoke what other examples if you have yeah exactly so so there's 
well, according to, to the theory at least, there's a few ways in which we sort of solve this, this conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, as I already told you, like the first thing you can do is we can actually change our behavior. So, for example, uh, if you eat meat, you could say, well, I'm becoming a vegetarian because then I'll be the better person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one way, but that's not the way that most people choose. <laughs> um <laughs> Another way is to sort of um, look for for information to to strengthen your point that that you were right all along. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the case of like vegetarianism, veganism, it could be like, well, you're gonna uh, look for all these articles online that uh, says that that veganism or vegetarianism doesn't really help. It doesn't really do good. So so you. Yeah, you sort of uh, make yourself seem less bad by it. Yeah. And uh, you can also sort of, well, just just ignore it by, by uh, saying to yourself that it's not really a big deal, mm-hmm. that it's not important. That's what uh, Festinger called trivializing, right? So mm, trivializing, yeah, yeah. so reduce the importance of, of this, you know, like, yeah, I enjoy smoking. It's what it says in the blog post. I enjoy smoking, so who cares about the health consequences? You know, like yeah, exactly. Well, it doesn't <laughs> matter because yeah. yeah, we all die and stuff like that. Yeah, fatalism and everything. You know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is it is good. So what uh, I think, uh, you know, you 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 most certainly know the Raymond Cattell, but maybe yeah. the people here they don't they don't know. He has a really good quote about psychology. Psychology is the you know uh, kind of naming the things that everyone knows in a way that no none no one understands you know yeah. like we yeah. all know that this is the dissonance and we are doing it but like if you give it a fancy name cognitive dissonance exactly it's, yeah. that's step first first step you no know, step one in, in becoming you no know, cycles but then it doesn't stop there this is the this is the what the, the thing people don't know it doesn't stop there so after naming it or something like doing a fancy name we do research on it so we try to understand why it's happening, in which conditions it happened, how can I prevent it, you know, yeah. what's the result? So that's more into it. So as you said, like we can change the behavior in the term in the in the face of inconsistency. Also, there's this interesting thing: how when we add another belief or like another cognition. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, okay, I smoke, but I also do sports. Yeah. Right. That, that like sort of the... yeah. That sort of diminishes. Your, your conflict, I think. Mm-hmm. So because, yeah, with ve- veganism also, like I'm not a vegan, but I don't know, I I sport <laughs> or like I do other healthy stuff if it's about healthy or if it's about yeah, being good. Okay, I'm not or vegan. Or environment or, yeah, yeah but, I, but I do uh, separate my garbage or something. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. As if it's, you know, related to that. But yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> So our minds are, you know, tricking us, right, Stephanie? Yes, you're tricking us all the time, and I love it. It's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, we got a really good question now. Vinificus TV asked, like, uh, is there any connection between cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias? Do you know about okay. that? Let me think about this. Okay. Um, so let me recap the, what the rec- rec- confirmation bias is. So confirmation bias is the tendency to search for and interpret and favor information in a way that it is confirming your beliefs, pre-existing beliefs, right? So if you're in a cognitive dissonance, 
you most certainly will do this, like not most certain, but probably will do the confirmation bias yeah. to, you know, I don't know, change the belief or opinion. Like about the, you would you would um, exclusively look for, I don't know, research that is saying that, you know, smoking is not that bad. Yeah, exactly. Right? So yeah, I'm, confirmation. I'm, I'm actually thinking about this whole uh, environmental thing and, and people that say that, that <laughs> climate change is a hoax and stuff. Um, and like, yeah, I think in, in these type of situations, of course, you would only sort of try to look for, for things that, that confirm your, your point of view, because it's, yeah, it's actually one of the ways to, to deal with this dissonance, of course, to just, just find more proof, uh, for what you think is the truth. Exactly. So it's also what we call a Texas sharpshooter. You know, uh, fallacy, it's com- close to the confirmation bias. You're just like biased towards the information that confirms your, f- your beliefs, not, you know, disproves it or like falsifies them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you just, you see, you see only the things that, that are uh, in line with what you think. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's the basic stuff about it, right? What is it? So we understood what is it? How do we resolve it? We yeah. know it's actually creating a, you know, even physical disturbance when we feel yeah. <laughs> this inconsistency. But uh, maybe do we talk about more examples if, if you have any, or like if chat give us an example about it so we can we can talk about it a bit, yeah? Yeah, I think what, what, I, what I also find a very interesting example is uh, this thing called hazing. So this, this is actually some sort of uh, initiation ritual. Uh, it's, it's often with students to, to sort of uh, to, to join a certain group. Mm-hmm. And sometimes to join a group, you have to do really weird and nasty things and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and this is also a really nice uh, example of uh, cognitive dissonance because, um, of course, you, you have to do all these stuff you really don't want to. You're, mm-hmm. I don't know, you're embarrassed and stuff like that. Um, but then you still do it. Uh, and this is a conflict because you don't like it but you still do it, uh, which makes you sort of uh, more prone to believe that the group that you want to belong to is, is really, it's really a nice group. I think there, uh, there were studies uh, and the people that had to do like the worst things, uh, they liked their, their group in the end the most because yeah. they just had to say to themselves, okay, but I did all this. So this group has to be really, really awesome. Yeah. So if you don't like the group, but also do this, then you're facing a, another dissonance, right? In order to yeah. avoid that dissonance, you even go to that. But there's also one more. Maybe cognitive dissonance is really then uh, at work in the sunk cost fallacy. You know that? Have you heard oh, of that? Wait, I have to think. Tell me about it. Sunk cost fallacy. Okay. I have heard of it. Yeah. I, I I adore this website. I have to show it. So <laughs> I have to show it sh- show it off now. Sorry. Yes. Your logical fallacy is .com. It's a perfect website. So we also translate it in Turkish. I think it is, what, what, what was it like, uh, sunk cost fallacy. Um, um, um. No, it's a bias. No, your cognitive bias. Okay. There are fallacies and biases close oh, to yeah, each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of this. Right? <laughs> Super cool. I just want to have it, you know, in my mind to, uh, to do it. Okay. Confirmation bias is one of them. And sunk cost fallacy. Uh, what do I <laughs> so- Negativity mm. group thing. Oh, I, I, I forgot the 
Yeah, icons. <laughs> all these icons. Yeah. Okay, let me. Oh, I love all these effects. Really. <laughs> yeah, they like the one of them is uh, the 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 reactants. Um, okay, sign cost fallacy is the you know like uh, when you um, let me see. Okay. So sometimes order too much food and then overeat just to get their money's worth. Yeah, right? it's also also when you're when you're uh, going into the cinema, for example, and you've already paid for your ticket, but the movie's really really bad, but you still will be sitting it out because you paid for it. Exactly. So they also did <laughs> yeah. this um, study in 1999. So they we have some you know references there, but it's <laughs> super interesting. So sun cost fallacy. So if you're like on the way and past the halfway towards the place and then even if you know it is closed on the phone <laughs> you still want to go and check it you know like oh my god it's so if, interesting yeah if you don't do it that's then that's a cognitive dissonance right if you don't do it you just like your behavior and then the logic ki kind of contradicts and then yeah you am i stupid no in order not to be stupid you just like continue yeah, to do that, it that's right? the thing you 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 want to think that you're you're actually yeah, I don't know that you're sort of a capable person and capable of making good decisions, but you've made a decision that maybe was a wrong decision. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, yeah, you have to sit it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting examples. Okay, so you said about the hazing, so the initiation ceremonies or rituals yeah. that people do. And the last one is an effective way of binding, right? So because like then the definitely yeah, I've gone yeah. gone through those kinds of actually there's a classical experiment if we can talk about it. Let me see if I find the find the um uh, video link to that. Yeah. What was that? The um, okay. Um. Num, num, num. Uh, the the really classical act actually I think done by the Festinger himself, probably. The, mm -hmm. They were doing really boring stuff, and then, oh yeah, um, you remember it? I, okay, let yeah, me find I think it. I remember. Um, yeah, they had to do really really boring stuff, and then yeah. afterwards they they uh, they had to tell another participant that was waiting to uh, do the task that it was a really fun task. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah, and they were getting <laughs> money out of it, right? So it's yeah, really interesting. Yeah. Let me let me show the video of it. So that's the beauty of Twitch. So we can you know, give any uh, material that we have to show it, right? Nice. I think, where was it? Yeah, a lesson in cognitive. Given only $1 for license. <laughs> okay, let's watch it together. Oh, and Philip Zimbardo himself is hosting the show. <laughs> you know, like, True. These people are just famous for us. So like people, I think in the chat, they're like, what are these talking about? You know, like, who is this guy? Why is he famous? But he's famous <laughs> to us. So sorry, like. The Philip Zimbardo is the let it, 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 like most of the people will know the Stanford prison experiment. If we say that the famous prison experiment, he's the one who have done it. So then you know he's why he's famous. Okay, let's watch it together. Story of decision making doesn't end, however, when a decision has been made. The act of making a decision can trigger a flood of other processes. According to psychologist Leon Festinger, whenever we choose to do something that conflicts with our prior beliefs feelings or values, a state of cognitive dissonance is created in us. A tension between what we think and what we do. Yeah, I'm sharing my screen with you so you can see, this, see the video, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. When this tension makes us uncomfortable enough, we're motivated to reduce it in a number of ways. We may change the way we think about the decision or try to change how others think about it 
so that they can support our decision. Yeah, either we change our belief or like we try to change others' belief to support us, right? Exactly. And they would say, oh, yeah. smoking is good. You don't worry about it. <laughs> we may change some aspect of our behavior so that our decision seems more in character with us. In other words, we try to reduce the dissonance between how we think we should act and how we actually act yeah. by changing one or the other. Now the footage, okay. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they had to sort of, yeah. Mid-50s, whoa. Meryl Carl Smith and Festinger, okay. Classic experiment in which students were engaged in very boring tasks. The students were then given a request by one of Festinger's... So boring. So boring. For one hour or something, it's just like switching it. Okay, that's fine. Let me tell you now what we're actually studying here. It's the effect of preparatory mental set on performance. The rest of the subjects are prepared by being told that the experiment will be very interesting and enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> so wherein they, they, he says at the end of the experiment, sort of, so it's like acting on that, <laughs> as if the end of the experiment, and then we were measuring something else, and then uh, all other, you know, participants told, being told that this is very interesting and enjoyable. In fact, lots yeah. of fun. Uh, now I have a somewhat unusual request to make of you. Uh, the next subject is waiting right outside, but the fellow who ordinarily gives the spiel uh, isn't here. Uh, I wonder if you could possibly take his place. As a matter of fact, we figure we'll be needing someone in the future, so I'd like to offer you a $20 retainer and have you remain on call for us. Uh, would that be all right? $20? That'd be fine. Half the students were randomly assigned to the group that received $20 for lying that the experiment was fun. Yeah. So it is really interesting to pay them. Actually, if, if I were him, you know, I was, I would probably stop there, like to, just to tell them and then see. But the, you know, they are thinking, yeah, if they will do it because of dissonance to avoid the dissonance or by because of the money. So that's half already of them interesting. Yeah, randomly being paid twenty dollars, which is a lot. <laughs> and the other uh, only one dollar for lying. Yeah. <laughs> and have you remain on call with us? Uh, would that be all right with you? Yes, that'll yeah, be all right. People are agreeing, eh? The cognitive dissonance came from the knowledge that the experiment was in fact boring, and one dollar was insufficient <laughs> reward for lying. Many of the one dollar subjects actually convinced themselves that the experiment was fun. Yeah, so you would expect the ones that be paid higher would lie about it, right? Would lie more about it. So like, yeah, exactly. oh, I get twenty dollars, I should be able to do my job, and then you know, lie about it. But actually, <laughs> the people getting paid one dollar because one dollar is not enough to you know, uh, legitimize the fact of, you know, like they're, exactly. they're, it's not boring. But it's, 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 it's so boring and you only get $1. So why do I do it? Well, it must have been fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then when they, when they feel dissonance, they reduce it in this way. Well, yeah, classic. Yeah. After they made their decision to reduce the dissonance between their prior beliefs and their behavior, they came to believe a big lie for a small incentive. Big lie for a small incentive. In experiment last week, and she said it was very tedious. Oh, I don't think that was the same experiment because this one wasn't boring at all. I didn't think <laughs> <laughs> the $20 subjects, on the other hand, felt no dissonance because they felt comfortable in lying just for the money. You said it was pretty miserable. Miserable. I, I should do everything I could to. <laughs> Well, I think maybe your friend was wrong. Perhaps it's a different experiment because this was a lot of fun. It, it appeared to me as if, a, for, as if it were a puzzle. We you know, had to turn these knobs and I tried to figure out what we were doing it for. But 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I think yeah, that's that's enough. So like that's a good example of uh, of um, a, what cognitive dissonance can uh, make you do. Right? Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> what other examples do we have? Okay, let me think about it. Maybe chat mm -hmm. has some examples for us, guys. If you have. Is there any which yeah. is subject for a known event? Oh, um, Anaximander, I think he's asking, is there any big example which is subject for a known event, a crime or something historical that we could, you know, give it as an example of a cognitive dissonance? Mm, let me think about that. Well, yeah, of course, that's maybe not a historical, like specific example, but just think about uh, history of... Uh, racism and and treating other races uh, in a in a different way. Mm -hmm. I think this this can also be seen as a, as an example of cognitive dissonance because it it's it can go on for for years and years without anybody doing anything about it. Yeah, and just yeah. You're, you're right. So like uh, maybe this the, the, we we talked about before in this channel. I talked about um, social conformity. And mm. you know, like the social compliance, those kinds of things. So these are these are part of the the. We can also explain racism part with with those. So because like if everyone does it, if it's a norm, like and if you don't do it, then you, you're having a dissonance, the this yeah. disturbance, right? So, of course. Um, you said like it's, it's a good. I think it's also a good example. And then the veganism. We talked about smoking. We talked about yeah. Um, what about politics? You know, should we open the Twitter of Trump now and stream and then find some examples? I I'm sure we can. You know. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I, mean, I I have to think of, of specific examples. I don't know. Maybe you can come up with something. It's. Um, let me let me think. What we can see in politics. Hmm. Someone said Trump is an example for just being himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, well, I think a lot of uh, politicians these days that are sort of, yeah, this, this maybe this populistic. Yeah, uh, populism is on the rise, yeah, right? I, yeah. yeah, I think that, that populists are sort of, um, yeah, sort of playing to this, to this dissonance of people. Mm -hmm. Really, really interesting. So um, I'm looking for something he told about the this Huawei ban. Have you heard of it? So the, mm. oh, yeah, it's like so. an emergency like rule to uh, ban all the like the US companies to trade with the Huawei, the Chinese company. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah so maybe he's just like when he, when when people say something about why it's wrong, and then he could, you know, use the dissonance, like to avoid dissonance, he could use this one of the four strategies. That's yeah. why I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we can find. And yeah, someone says, um, Shh, CIA is watching. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. If, if, the, if, oh, if well. the stream stops, you know, you know. <laughs> we know, we know what's wrong. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, the, the the blog post that I liked, uh, he uh, pointed out two diff- two other things. So when people are especially especially uh, tend to uh, be you know this feel feel more discomfortable, more dissonance. Uh, mm-hmm. So are there any special circumstances that people feel more uh, dissonance? So actually there is, and uh, let me show it. So one is the choice. So if you in in kind of decisions yeah. or this, if you feel to have the perception that you had the choice over it, then you feel more uh, in constant more dissonance, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 exactly how it works. Well, uh, I can I can just get back to my uh, vegan example again. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 exactly how it works because when when you whether you eat meat or whether you are a vegetarian or a vegan, it's it's completely your own decision. So. And, and the idea that that you could have made a different decision uh, also sort of uh, makes you feel bad about yourself, which also creates this dissonance again. Yeah, I think we, then we can think about the dissonances everywhere. So this, this is everywhere. literally correct because uh, <laughs> I remember watching a TED talk from the from the the the, the coiner of the paradox of choice term. I think. Mm-hmm. B- something would be like okay let me let me search for that so he was talking about the paradox of choice so when you have lots of choice and then when you make one of them and then the rest you're all you know automatically devalue the other other uh, options yeah because, yeah, yeah exactly. otherwise like you you are the person who's choosing the worst one which yeah. i don't know like for paying higher or like paying the same same amount but choosing the worst product uh than than the other you know like the this, this yeah so exactly then yeah that's and why you, we... you, that you might have made the wrong choice yeah, i think wasn't there an experiment with with that people had to l- look for paintings and choose a painting or something yeah you wrote or, about that yeah 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 so, and then okay. and then uh after they've chosen they they suddenly valued the painting that they chosen way more than the other paintings while while they were choosing there wasn't really a big difference exactly so uh it's all around as you said cognitive dissonance is all around <laughs> yeah. so, so when when we when we choose something then the all alternative seems out of a sudden seems worse right? yeah so if yeah. otherwise you would feel more dissonance okay and the other um i think the other uh factor here is if you perceive that there will be negative consequences with your dissonance with this inconsistency so okay yeah. i am inconsistent with my you know smoking and if i you know do it do it continue doing it then that will be negative health consequences maybe you know yeah. like that or like they say if your web- friend's web- movie website receives thousands of visits a day and then you will have convinced them to waste 86 minutes in a movie theater you mm. might feel bad about it you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Even worse, what if friends of yours see the review and spend $50, right? So like then if there, there will be more yeah. negative consequences, then you feel more inconsistency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to protect yourself, actually. Yeah. So the self, self-preservation self and self, self-protection yeah, is at hand. Exactly. Here. Yeah. All right. So, okay. I think that that was all uh, yeah. we had. Do you have any any other in your mind or? No, I don't think so. It's just well, I I would I would really 
advise everyone to to look around for this cognitive dissonance and 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 find it in your environment because it's really cool yeah. learning <laughs> to yeah. observe learning more about it right so yeah definitely okay. so but also if you write um, exclamation mark and drive on the chat you will you will find the guys find the the, the sources and the links to your your blog, Leiden Psychology blog, the blog post that I that we showed, and I also cool. put this Google document there with right. uh, only you know readable version, and there so they can they can see this again. Um, yeah. With our personal for our channel, we have this cloud of sources, so cool. scientific sources. If you if they okay, then let's uh, have some questions while finishing, yeah. right? Okay, guys, so we're waiting for your questions. <laughs> Stephanie, you can ask Stephanie questions. Yeah, not me. <laughs> no. Mm, oh. <laughs> no, 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 of course, both of us. But I mean, you're the guest here. You're the you're the psychologist here. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's see if they have questions. It's a really interesting term. Yeah, and then, it's, I think we did a good start in 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 English streams, for my part yeah. at least. Yeah, so I will <laughs> continue doing it. Yeah. Actually, I opened another Twitch channel, which is really, really new. No one knows about it, but it's mm. called Twitch Shrink. So, so you know, that shrink of the Twitch. So, like, this clinical <laughs> psychologist there. And, I love it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, I could do, I don't know, I could read neuroscience articles on, on stream since no one is watching. So, I'm free. <laughs> I'm free to do it. But that's, that's, like, a completely English channel. So, it's, like, another you know uh another test or like another Ooh, trial for myself yeah like a, yeah let's see how what happens you know yeah nice all right so any questions guys otherwise we can finish it wrap it up yeah someone asked like if the if the guest is american are you no you're dutch right no i'm dutch yes yeah. stephanie is dutch yeah and uh, we example okay uh, let me check. Okay, thanks again for Venificus TV for coming and then asking questions. It was a really good point with the cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias, right? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay, I think no one has more questions, so... Right, so we did a good job. Thank yeah. you, Stephanie. Thank you for coming and then uh, spending this hour with us uh, yeah. on, the, on the live. What do you think now, you know, if you compare from the beginning and then now uh, your, I don't know, your perception about the live streams? Well, I, I, I really like it. I, I didn't really know what to expect, actually, uh, <laughs> because it's it's life, you know, like yeah. I like I like shooting videos and stuff, but then you can do something about it. But I think it's actually quite relaxed and it's yeah. nice talking to you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so I think our, our, um, our viewers are also liking you. They're calling you uh i think uh, yeah they they kind of it's like turkish to english it's it's a bit weird but they kind of like <laughs> she's so um, sympathetic and then cute kind of those kinds of things i think <laughs> if i understand because it's it's a turkish word but if you translate in english it's not not that yeah it's weird yeah, yeah well, they are thanking you. you for coming also would you recommend for other scientists to come and then talk with about their about their research on yes, live here. Of course. Yeah, but I think it's like uh, it's first of all it's good to to sort of share research and and science with other people because everyone should know about it. Yeah. Uh, but then I think it's also a good practice to just 
uh, learn to to talk about it and and make yourself understandable <laughs> for people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I think so. That will be all. Thank you for coming again. And then yeah. Um, yeah so if you have other topics in your mind, if you if you did a recent video about it, but but your YouTube channel is also in Dutch, right? Yeah, it's in Dutch, but well, okay. Odin, who knows? Maybe I'll start making English videos soon. Oh, all right. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's the, the name is the same, so I, I can show it. The, the yeah, channel Pieces of Mind also? Yeah, it's it's somewhere there, but it's it doesn't have a lot of subscribers yet, so you probably have to search for it. <laughs> okay, Pieces of Mind. Let us promote it then, yeah? <laughs> pieces of Mind. Yeah, I found it. I see that you're using your... <laughs> The, the you know media photo everywhere the, the, yeah. the, the oh, yeah. poster photo it, right it's, it's, it's a purple but I love purple and it's a purple background so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is the YouTube channel of uh, Stephanie go and subscribe I also will do it not right now and also click the bell to receive notifications so okay so many more people will wait for your videos now yeah so, well yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start working to make some more okay and then that's another <laughs> sorry but like it's out of my hand, but it's now it's a pressure for doing it English <laughs> because the people are subscribing <laughs> yeah, yeah. now will be, you know, will, will expect English, but maybe you can, because you, the, your videos are not that long. So maybe you can no, do no, subtitles no. maybe. So that will be oh, easier. Yeah, sure. Th I could do that. That yeah. would be no problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then they can learn Dutch as I, as I do. So what, what's yeah. the, what's the, it won't hurt to watch in Dutch, I think, to learn it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So thank you guys for coming and thank you for, uh, for for Stephanie for being here and I will try to find uh, other scientists probably in other fields not in psychology but other fields to to bring to Twitch and then do these kinds of streams and then they will maybe have their own research to talk about uh, or what what kind of topics you want just like write on the chat so I know what to look for and I can search at least light universities close right and then we are there so we could we could search for other scientists who are willing to be in a twitch stream it's scary for them right so it's hard to... <laughs> that's why i ask you so how, how was the experience so you can you can be a testimony uh testimonial to to the to the experience right and yeah I... yeah well i think it's it's a lot more relaxed than than giving a presentation or something so yeah <laughs> of course all right so uh thank you again okay then we are going guys we're closing it thank you thank you for being here and then let me see if there's an online uh, good Twitch channel that I can rate you. So in Twitch, we can rate. So when you stop your stream, close to stopping your stream, for example, we have 50, 60 persons watching now, we can take them and then rate another Twitch channel. As yeah. if, you know, like, oh, we are rating you. We are here. We are coming from Gelecek Bilimde, you know, like, <laughs> and then they, they, they welcome you. So let me see if I have any good, good channel <laughs> online. Okay, I have one, so I'm raiding you there. It's they're I think chatting about it or gaming about it. Okay, I'm sending you there. So okay. Everyone hop on and I'm <laughs> raiding you to Pinty Panda. He's who's a like a really really good guy streaming about the gaming content mainly. But <laughs> yeah. Send our greetings to him. Okay, everyone on board. And then, okay, see you guys. And then thank you, Stephanie, again. And then yes. uh, be with the science. Uh, don't be away from the science. Okay, so science is, no, future is in the science. Yeah, bye-bye. Yes. Bye.